0: They say that good teams win games, great teams find a way to win games. The Blue Jackets, well, they just keep finding ways to lose. We're going to talk about that and more on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Before we get started, I do want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, and uh, soon youtube so keep your eye out for that today we are going to talk about how the blue jackets lost another game uh, after an incredibly successful february the blue jackets are currently 1 2 and uh, 1 1 and 2 in uh, in march so far with a tough slate of games coming up so, uh, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about what went wrong and what needs to go right before the next game on Thursday. So, the Blue Jackets lose 5-4 to against the Toronto Maple Leafs. The problem was the first period, really. Uh, the Blue Jackets went down 3-0 by the end of the first period, and then managed to battle back, made it 3-3, and then just let the lead slip away again. Uh, So, in the first period, Ilya scored, Mitch Marner scored, Austin Matthews scored. 3-0, Austin Matthews has hit 40 goals. Uh, He is well on the road to 50. This was such a different game than the last time the Blue Jackets played the Leafs. Uh, Last time, it was a combination of uh, Marner, Matthews, Nylander and Tavares, I think combined, had 25 shots on goal. And Jeff Brubey only let one of those in. This time, Mana gets a goal, Matthews gets a goal. Uh Mana has, I believe, a three point night uh a two point night, excuse me, two point eight for Austin Matthews as well. Two point eight for the third member of that line, Michael Bunting, the uh the rookie. And just a completely different game to uh to the one again the, the the most recent game against the Leafs, it was a bunch of, I don't know, I don't think any of those goals were particularly on Elvis, I don't think any of those goals were, like, bad goals to give up, necessarily, there was just a lot of, well, if you're gonna let the Leafs stand directly in front of the net, then that's what's gonna happen, uh, Matthews had the wraparound, uh, Mana just knocked the puck in, Mikhaev knocked the puck in, like, just a, a real... A real nonsense of uh, a real comedy of errors, shall we say, uh, which is my new favourite thing to say about this stupid team. Uh, so they went into the, the second period, down 3 nothing, managed to battle back uh, goals from Sean Corrales and Oliver Bjorkstrand, who that's his 20th of the season. He is the third Blue Jackets player to hit 20 goals. I believe the next player up to hit 20 is... Uh, it might be Alexander Texier, actually, who has been out for a while, which is not great for news of, like, the Blue Jackets scoring goals, but is, uh, no, excuse me, Gus Nyquist has 14 on the season. So we have Boone Jenner with 23, Patrick Lainey with 22, and Oliver Bjorkshand with 20. Then next up is Gustav Nyquist with 14. So hopefully we can get some of the, the depth guys going. Uh, it was good to see Corrales score really good CB Orkstrand score, um, and it's 3-2 after a a pretty good second period, and then that is kind of where things all started to go wrong again. uh, Jack Roslovic scored his 10th of the year, a power play goal, which I believe means that the Blue Jackets have power play goals in the last three or four games straight, which is, you know, not nothing. Um, He scores to make it 3-3, And it takes less than two minutes for the Leafs to answer back. Alex Kerfoot, who I genuinely didn't know was still on the team, uh, scores his ninth of the season, makes it 4-3. And then Michael Bunting hits his 20th goal of the season, making it 5-3. Patrick Laine gets his 22nd, makes it 5-4, continues his point streak. But uh, it was kind of too little, too late. Uh, Just a, like I say, just such a frustrating game that got away from them in the first period and then they spent the entire time chasing that and then they couldn't hang on to the lead in the third period. Uh, Ironically their second period was probably their best. Um, We're going to talk about that and uh, a couple of other things in a minute but first I've got to tell you about bet online because football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. And uh, if you want to put some money on the Blue Jackets ever winning a game again, then Bet Online might be the place for you. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action, because Bet Online is where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day, even when I am posting episodes at like 7pm Eastern. It's fine. Uh, I appreciate you. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, and we're going to be on YouTube soon, so keep an eye out for that. So the story of the game was kind of just that Columbus got outworked in basically every area. Like it, like I said, the the power play, it was it's really good to see the power play clicking. Uh, it has been extremely successful in the last couple of games. It's climbing up they are 22nd in the league now penalty kill has dropped a little bit down to 14th from i believe it was 12th but uh it continues to be a struggle even strength i think is is probably the the kindest way to say it uh, the blue jackets are scoring at even strength but they're also allowing a lot of goals at even strength i don't necessarily think the penalty kill or the power play is a huge issue right now um you know the power play yeah it's 22nd in the league is not great but it's like i said it's it is climbing uh it was 28th a couple of weeks ago i think so you know it's that's a good sign but it's i don't know if you can't score at even strength you can't rely on the power play to do things for you and if you can't make the penalty kill do the work for you then you you're not going to make it work at even strength you know, it, it's. Even strength is this team's problem right now, I think. Um, the Blue Jackets only had five shots on goal in the first period. Like, that's. That's not good enough. Uh, then they had 14 in the second and 16 in the third versus the Leafs having 13, 13, and 7. Blue Jackets would finish with 35 shots on goal versus the Leafs 33, but just a rough night for. Um, Elvis Mosleekins, a rough night for both goalies. Honestly, uh Peter Morazic was fine. He was better than uh, better than the last time the Leafs played, I believe. Uh he had an eight eight six. Elvis had a an eight four eight, which is an extremely un-Elvis like number. I believe that might drop him to under nine hundred on the season. He's at nine oh two on the season. Uh goals against average, he's allowing almost three and a half goals a game which is, it's just not very good, honestly, Um, and it's not what we've come to expect from Elvis, especially, you know, the Blue Jackets are paying him, I want to say, like five and a half million, or I think it's 5.25 million for the next uh, several seasons, so, you know, and I don't think this is all on him, I think it's a kind of a group of things, he hasn't really been 100% 100 healthy for a lot of the season. Obviously, he suffered a massive loss during the off season, and the team in front of him hasn't been very good. So, you know, I, I don't think that had. I think if he played on a different team, his stats would have been better. I think he needs to be better, definitely. You know, I think, and I think last night was a an example of that. But when when he's good, he's really good, uh, and the team just hasn't been able to support him. You know, it's been the Blue Jackets. It's been the story of the Blue Jackets all season. Either the goalie is really good and the team is terrible, or the team is terrible, or the, the team is good and the goalie is not very good. It's You can't seem to get both at the same time. Uh, so hopefully Blue Jackets can figure that out. Uh, playoffs continue to look further and further out of reach. Uh, the Blue Jackets were drawn even with Washington in terms of games played, so they uh, had two games in hand and then the blue jackets lost both of those games so they are 10 points back with the same number of games played and it's looking less and less likely that the blue jackets will be able to catch them uh the blue jackets are playing washington soon uh on the 17th so that'll be that'll be an interesting game to see uh, what comes out of that and uh that could be that could be the the turning point or that could be the nail in the coffin you know, it's, it's really tough to say, um, obviously, with the trade deadline. Coming up on the 12th, it is uh, vital to uh, know what the team's going to do. I still don't see them doing a lot. Uh, again, maybe moving one of Corpus Allo or Domi, maybe both of them, if they get a good enough offer. But I get the feeling that the market is not really there for Corpus Allo. So we'll see. Uh, Max Domi could be on the move. He could not. It really depends on, like, the the package that Yamo can get for him. And I don't have anything else to to add to the the trade deadline talk. We're going to do a little bit more of it uh, later on this week as it kind of comes closer and closer, and the Blue Jackets, I think, had been hoping to have a better start to March. You know, um, they've got four points in their last four games a win and two overtime losses if they had managed to turn those overtime losses into wins and maybe got a point out of Toronto then maybe we would be having a different conversation you know an extra three points but as it stands right now they would have to win five more games than Washington would to make the playoffs and I just don't see that happening right now with this roster but uh Maybe that's, maybe that's for the best. If the Blue Jackets can finish in the top 10, then they have a chance of winning in the top 10 for lottery odds. They have a chance of winning first overall, so I guess maybe that's that's what we hope for now. Um, in a minute, we've got a little bit of lineup news to discuss. Uh, a Blue Jacket has signed a contract extension, which is very exciting, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I want to tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts star to stock all the parts you need. Why would you ensure pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand that their house happens to carry, the brand that's going to make them the most commission, you've got to take your car in, you've got to leave it there, you've got to wait, you've got to pay for the labour, you've got to go back and get it, it's a nightmare. Why don't you just stay at home, where you have computers with access to rockauto.com on your desk and in your pocket? You can save time and money when using Rock Auto, They are a family business, they've been serving DIYers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer, regardless whether you are a DIYer or a professional. They've got everything from brake parts to tail lamp, motor oil, uh, even things like new carpet. If you could put it on or in your car or truck, rockauto.com probably sells it. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliable at prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, some news tonight, or I guess this afternoon for people in the eastern time zone. uh, Justin Danforth has signed a contract extension. Uh, He has quietly been a very good bottom six player for this team. Uh, He missed a bunch of time with a knee injury, but since coming back i think he's been uh excellent he's kind of filled in that texier role on the bottom line of the the energy and the snarl uh he's small but he's fast he's tenacious uh, i described him as a as a, a short brandon Dabinsky on uh, locked on la kings the other day which i still stand by um and it's a really good kind of depth extension i think uh especially when you look at if the Blue Jackets are trying to re-sign Patrick Line, like, that's a big chunk of the cap, I think. Obviously, Zach Rensky is going to be making $9 million next season, nine and a half, whatever. Um, if Patrick Laine is making about that, then that's, you know, over 10% of the cap in two players. I think that's, like, that, that might actually be 20% of the cap in two players. So you need your depth signings like, uh, like Dan Forth to, to do this, to, to make the numbers work. Uh, he's going to be making 975k for the next two years. Um, which again, like, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Uh, especially considering I think he's probably not going to amount to much more than what he already does, which is one of those like bottom six energy guys. I think he is perfect for that. Um, and another signing as well, the Blue Jackets have signed uh, Minor League of Billy Sweezy to a two-way contract. Uh, he's going to be making seven six five thousand a year if he's with the Blue Jackets, uh, if he's with the, um, the Monsters, which I suspect he will be. He will be making significantly less than that, played with uh, Yale University, with the Chicago Steel, the USHL. Before that, uh, I think he's been he's been pretty good. Um, I have liked his his game with the Monsters, uh, you know, decently. He's been mostly a bottom six guy, or a, a bottom four, bottom pairing guy for the Monsters, um, so I don't expect to see him in Columbus anytime soon, but... I think it's it's again, it's a good sign of you need these depth guys and you need a little bit more flexibility, and I think, you know, the the goalie injury situation, with, you know, losing all three of Teresov, Korpsalo, and Muslikins very close, you know, at the same time. And having to sign Jack Greaves, I think they're like, Well, we've got some contracts base to play with, let's, uh let's sign some depth guys. And so, like I said, I don't expect to see Sweezy with the club anytime soon. I don't expect to see him before training camp next season, honestly, but another good depth signing that gives the Blue Jackets a little bit more flexibility with who they can and cannot call up from the Monsters uh, if they need it. So not very very exciting uh, contract signings. You know, it's not a long-term line A extension or a huge trade. It's, you know, it's little moves that I think these are the ones that we'll see over the next kind of couple of weeks for um, Kekalina. I don't, I don't see him making a big splash at the trade deadline. I think he's probably just going to keep doing this, like little moves. And then the big moves will probably be in the summer, honestly, if at all. So uh, congratulations to those guys. And that's kind of all. I've got a few today. Tomorrow, we are going to take a look at the upcoming games. The Blue Jackets are facing the New York Islanders and the Minnesota Wild at the end of this week, so we'll take a look at the Islanders tomorrow, see how their season's doing. They've kind of turned it around a little bit after their brutal start to the season, so we'll take a look at that. If they can catch the Blue Jackets in the standings, which I don't think so, but we're going to take a look about that in a little more detail. Thank you for making this, once again, your first listen of the day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms make sure you go and make your second listen of the day, uh, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Hosts Steel Rodin and Flip Livingston help you become the expert of your fantasy league, and you can find it wherever you get Locked On Blue Jackets. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay. Locked on.